Well, good morning. Uh, that was a fun reading that the lectionary gives us. Uh, it's, uh, it's just kind of this random section from the Sermon on the Mount uh, that the church has decided that we should focus on this morning. And, uh, and what's happening here is that Jesus is taking the law and he's expanding on it. But what's interesting is he's not expanding upon it in the way that humans do. So, for example, um, there's a commandment, keep the Sabbath holy. Uh, well, in the Talmud and, and all the kind of the, the, in the working out of the law that, that the people of God made in order to help them follow the law, what they do is they take the law and they make all these kind of uh, rules and regulations. So, example, to help them keep uh, the Sabbath holy, for example, uh, there's all these, you know, regulations on what you can do. One is if you put a cloth on the udder of a goat on the Sabbath, make sure it's to keep the udder warm and not to collect milk. Otherwise, the goat would be working. So there you go. If you want to keep the Sabbath holy, make sure your cloth on the udder of your goat is not for collecting milk. But, uh, you know, the law represents or kind of makes, uh, makes explicit the character of God. And what humans did is they took that law and they kind of said, well, in order to keep it, like we need to, we need to kind of make, it, make all these rules and regulations. And that's the scene that Jesus is talking in, is, is people who are accustomed to that. But what Jesus is doing is he's taking the law and he's not keeping it on the surface. He's, he's driving it down deep into the heart of the human spirit as only he can. It's also interesting that he uh, says, you've heard it said, is kind of his formula, you've heard it said, but I say. Well, people didn't do that. Rabbis didn't do that back in the day. They said, the, so thus says the Lord. Jesus is presuming to speak on behalf of God because he is God. And so he's taking these, you know, do not murder, do not lust, do not, you know, keep your vows, and he's driving it to a deeper level in the human heart. And we could say it all has to do with personal piety. But what I submit this morning is that Jesus is building the people of God, the new humanity on the earth. And so it's less about personal piety and, and, um, and our own personal spiritual growth, and it is about what does the community of God on the earth look like what has to happen in the hearts of the community of God for the church to be established and to be the light that it is unto the world? So if you take these, you know, he says anger, when anger's in your heart, um, you're condemning yourself. Don't even call someone, I think the Greek translation is don't, do not call someone a, a blockhead. You guys can laugh. I mean, maybe I'm not very funny, but wake up. <laughs> um, and it's so different than what we see in the world, because what we see in the world is this tendency that we have to belittle others. You see it, you just turn on the news for a second. With all the stuff that's going on in the political environment and everything, it's like people are belittled. People are, um, you know, it's not taking into account who we are. As, as creations made in the image of God who bear the image of God, it's just people are talked about like 
so um, dehumanizing, so belittling. It's the way that we are. But Jesus is saying, it's, it's not about like, don't just kill somebody. It's about what is going on in your heart. And do you have this tendency to be mad and to belittle the people that you should be serving and loving? And that's hard. But look at the anger in your own heart. I mean, like, I, I, just to be honest, I'm not, um, Janie's always going, please don't say that word. Please don't act like that when we're driving because, you know, like, there's something that happens to me when I get behind the wheel of my car and everyone is just dumb or a block. You know, it's just, it's in us. We just sum up this one, this, the entirety of someone's life by one second and one thing that they do that didn't, you know, go well with us. And we have this way of saying, you don't matter, you don't count, you're not worth anything. We have this way of looking at other people that, that just reflects the anger that's within us. I mean, think about the last time you were at the DMV or the last time you were in, you know, in a line and I love this, I've shared this before, but a comedian in, in the UK was saying, we have this tendency, we never look at someone and we're like, man, I bet they're a great dad. You know, I bet they're just someone just full of character and they're going up. We're, we're always just like, what, what are those shoes? What, what's the deal with that person? Are you with me? Like, we have this tendency to want to separate ourselves, call ourselves better. We let anger just flow out of us in the way that we talk about people who have a different opinion than us. And so what Jesus is saying is that in the community of God and the people of God on the earth, let it not be so. Let anger not be the thing that's drawing you together and holding you together and what's allowed to exist among you. Let your anger be washed away. And then he moves to lust. And that is to say that we as humans have this have this. We have this tendency to, to look at people as if they belong to us. To see other men and to see other women as if they are our possession. The truth is that every person is a daughter, is a son of God. And we have no claim to make on someone else's body, on someone else's heart, on someone else's life. What Jesus is going after is he's saying that thing in you that wants to own other people, that wants to control other people, that wants to assume other people into your needs and your story. That's what I'm coming after. It's a touchy subject and it's a hard subject, but I'll just say this. When I talk to people who are addicted to porn, who are, are like, you know, in over the head with this stuff, it's always, it's, if you've grown up in the church, there's always this thing of like, well, I need to stop doing that because it's bad for me. It's like, you know, it's a knock on my holiness scale, right? Well, if that's how you see that, you'll never get free. Because if you're, if you're, in, a, if you're in an addiction, if you're in a habit of, of subjectifying other people, men or women, and you think it's just about you, You've missed it all entirely. It's about giving honor to other people, to men and women who are, who are created in the image of God. And what Jesus is saying is that the people of God on the earth 
are not going to make a habit of subjectifying other people made in the image of God. Are you with me? If, you're, if that's something that you're holding in your life, it's not about your piety. It's about we're, we're building into a system that seeks to subjectify and own and do horrible things to men and women throughout the world. Because we have this thing in us that says like, we should own others, that, that our desire should be thrown out onto others for our gain. And that's what Jesus is after. This is like really heavy stuff. Have you noticed? He doesn't pull any punches. And then, he, and then he's moving. I mean, the audience is squirming. And then he moves on to oaths. And he's like, you've heard, you've heard it said, if you, you know, how, basically, how should you make an oath? And Jesus is saying, that's all crap. Don't be people that need an oath. Be honest in your speech. Out of the well that's been built up in you of honesty and love for other people and love for God, let that just come out of your mouth. I've been, you know, I don't even watch the news anymore. That's like two days old. Two days ago, I decided not to watch the news anymore because it's just like, (laughs) we'd come home, we'd watch the news, and I'm just like, I just want to like throw myself out of a window because you can't, you can't trust anybody. I mean, it's, it's doesn't, it's every single person I feel like that's up there, it's like, well, what do they really said? And what really happened? And what's the, for the people of God, for the kingdom of God established on the earth, Jesus is saying, let it be different for you, that your yes is yes, that your no is no, that truth comes out of your mouth. That people aren't having to guess your intentions all the time. So throw away the whole concept of oath. Do you see where he's going with this? He's going to a place that the people of God come to creator, to Christ, and we live open lives. Because God isn't impressed or entertained or fooled by what we do on the surface. Christ is in us and through us and knows us. And so it just makes sense that the things that Christ would address in us and in the community that Christ is forming on the earth have to do with the deeper things of our heart. Which brings us to, I think, what this is really all about. Is it the thing, the posture that should Mark, the people of God, is a posture of openness to the Spirit who knows all things. And a posture of confession, of honesty. See, you could look at this and say like, well, Jesus is raising the bar and that, that just shows us how bad we are. And I think maybe that's true. I think what Jesus is saying is like, I know your heart. All those things that you don't want me to know about you, those rooms that you don't want me to enter in your heart, I've already gone there. I'm sustaining your very breath. How could I not know the intimate details of your soul? So it it forces us to, to come to a decision. Will I let Christ have full ownership of who I am? Will Will I... I let down my guard and my defensiveness and my my tendency to be offended. 
I let Christ change me and shape me. Because we realize that we can't, we cannot be what he's calling us to be. The beautiful expression of Christ in the world if we don't let him have the whole of us. And it brings, you know, we're not just open to God, we're open to each other. That the nature of our meeting together, the nature of our relationships, the manner in which we approach each other is one of humility and honesty and openness. That we let people in. And it's hard, but we let people see those places where, where anger and lust and dishonesty exist within our souls. And we trust as the great story of Scripture as we come to the throne of God, we come into the presence of God and we say, heal us and make us new. Make us what you know that we truly are. I think in this day and age, one of the most honest and ethical things any community can do is to confess our sin. To confess. To be honest with who we are. To not be offended. To not be defensive. To be honest. Knowing that we're changed every day into the likeness of Christ, but we'll never get there if we don't let Jesus do what he's trying to do this morning in this passage, which is, I'm not going to play the games with you. I'm about your heart. Right? We've been, uh, as a CLT, as a staff, we've been sitting with, like, what is it for us in the next season? More than we have in a long time. What is it that you have for us? And we just keep getting this thing about it's simply following Christ. It's, it's embracing our identity as disciples. As people who follow Christ, who let, we let Christ, we let the spirits form our community. What I submit to you this morning, and I think what the passage is saying, what we're learning about Christ is that he is after the whole of us. What it takes for us to follow him as a community is to be honest. I pray that's true for us. And I've heard it. I've heard people, when they come into our midst, when they come into our community, they're like, there's something just honest about it. And I really do hope that grows. Thank you for listening to the Bloom Church Podcast. For more information on who we are and how you can get involved, visit our website at bloom.church. Bloom.church.